everyone, welcome to Let's Talk Physical Media. My name is John. And my name is Matt. And you know what? This week on Let's Talk Physical Media, not much news. So we're just going to talk physical media. Yeah, that's pretty much what we're going to do. But first, before we talk physical media, we're going to talk about Scream 6. Scream 6, yes. Yes, because... Not uh, so physical yet. I'm although, you can pre-order the steelbooks and the slipcover already. Really? Yep, I just saw on Blu-ray.com. What does it look like? Nothing yet. It just says cover uh, art pending. Okay. But they do have what the slipcover is probably going to look like. And based on Scream 5 slipcover, it's more than likely what it's going to look like, which is just the poster on the cover. Yeah, I'm, Which is in, nice I'm curious because I actually don't have any of the steelbooks and I somewhat regret not getting at least the first one. I regret not getting five because I don't like the slipcover on five and mine has a sticker on it from where I bought it and that really bothers me. I don't like it when they do that because A, when you take it off, it just... a sticker on it? It has a sticker on it and I really hate... From what? It just says Scream 4K on it in a red sticker on the, my slipcover. Where'd you get it from? Best Buy. I vaguely, I thought I picked that up for you. I don't remember that. I'll show you. It has a red sticker on it. And it really I think mine says certified fresh, maybe. I might have like a Rotten Tomato sticker on mine. Maybe. I think that's like engraved actually on the slipcover. Like, maybe. And yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I don't like it. I really wish I would have got the actual steelbook for it. Because that's one of the rare slipcovers that I just, I don't like it. Yeah, I'm, I have a problem. Like, again, I'm not really into steelbooks anymore. Mm. Um, I, I kind of prefer the slipcover, and most of the time I go slipcover over steelbook. It has to be a really nice steelbook for me to uh, indulge. I go on a, like a film-to-film -film basis if I want the slipcover or the steelbook, you know, because I'm not really... I know you like the stats on the back, but that doesn't right. really bother me because I go to Blu-ray.com anyway, and I get all my statistics from there. Yeah, but I don't want to have to pick up my phone and Google something, and when I, I just... I like to stand in front of my shelf like it's Blockbuster, pull it out, look at it, and say... So yeah, the movie. Mainly yeah. like the runtime, because a lot of the times I'm pressed for time, or like, what, what can I... I'm looking, always looking for the 90-minute movie. Yeah, I know. And now Netflix actually has a 90 minutes or less section. Yeah, they do. I saw that. Yeah. Although... Appreciate that. Back to Scream 6, that was two hours, and I didn't feel that length at all. That was paced incredibly well. Yeah, no, I didn't feel <coughs> that. And especially because we went out to uh, Miller's Ale House, mm -hmm. and we got some Zinger Mountain Melt oh, before. Oh, so good. And uh, I felt a little rumbly, rumbly in my tumbly, and uh, I'm glad that uh, I had no... No issues. Emergency. Yeah, I thought I was going to have to really bite my tongue through that movie and I didn't you know I, and I don't even think I pooped when I got home oh I'm glad yeah, I'm glad so that I was uh, pretty good but you know I I pooped right before we left so uh everything was all you were cleared out yeah I was cleared out that was my you know I go in the morning when I wake up before work and then uh there was that one so crisis averted uh, I had no issues last time I had to run out was the matrix yeah, actually, and that's the last time I shit in public. I can't believe that I'll shit in public no matter what. No, I don't care. You're disgusting. I know. I don't, know. I don't even make the nest. I have no problem. That, yeah, that's what's disgusting. He'll sit right on the piss and, and stains and blood and Where do you whatever. think I'm going? I got the <laughs> most a public bad. restroom. I don't ever notice anything like that. Well, you also are partially blind. True. So true. You don't feel wetness when you sit on the seats. No. That's no. insane. No. Because almost ninety percent of public restrooms are pissed on the seats. I don't have, I've never run into this issue. Oh, my God. So I don't God have that. It. Also, don't forget that the one time when we were, It might have been the last Scream movie or something from last year. Matt drove all the way to his dad's house to avoid using a public bathroom. Well, let's put it in perspective. My dad's house is five to seven minutes away from the theater we were at. That's and, true. And the theater is 15 to 20 minutes from our houses. That's true. So we were in the area. We had time to kill. I had to go. 
you know, it wasn't home plate, but it was close enough. It's true. You, know? you did live there at certain points in your life. Yeah, so. many years. So, so close enough. You know, there's a select few bowl. And it's not that I'm poop shy. If you put my toilet in the middle of Times Square, I will get naked and poop on it. No problem. It's the disgustingness of a public toilet that I do not like. You know, all these... You don't know what these people have or what these people are doing to it. and Well, look at me. I'm perfectly fine, and I've had no issues in my entire life with any toilet. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> maybe. You know, just, it's just a hygiene thing. I, uh, just, I can't do it. You're a little bit more of a germaphobe than me. I've never run into issues with germs, so... See, I, again, it's just little things like that. Like, I'll, I'll work outside all day. I'll work on a car with my hands black and I'll eat a cheeseburger with black hands. That's not a problem. That's clean dirt. It's like this bodily fluid bullshit. You know? I mean, I you like... just had a problem with me touching your cases that are sitting right here. Like... Well, again, now we're getting into the collection. You, your palm should never <laughs> ever touch almost anything. Like a baseball is like the only thing your palm should really touch. So when this guy eats... It, Oh, yeah, you wanted Matt had an idea for a video. <laughs> yes, actually, that, that's another thing, because if you guys are familiar, you watched the last two episodes ago, we had the, discuss, the, uh, the debate, should there be two hands on an Oreo cookie? Mm-hmm. Absolutely never. However, really this guy has two hands on an Oreo. Any two or three bites for an Oreo, it's one single cookie, one bite, no well, mess, no crumbs. But he likes to do two hands on it. Uh-huh. So, my idea is because I've been living with this for a very long time. You're now, welcome. I think we should do a video series where we, we set John up at a table and, like, you know, not a candlelight dinner, just a normal dinner. And we'll put you, the viewer, the camera, in the, uh, the seat across, just a normal, you know, eye's length. And we're just going to watch John eat. But while he's eating, he's just, he'll, he'll do a review. Yeah. Know? So, like, uh, I figured, like, you know, you have those hot ones, people eating wings while they're just getting interviewed. Like, I could do that, too. It's just me eating anything that you guys want me to eat. I'll eat it while I review some sort of movie for you guys. It'd be a funny idea. It'd be a fun. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they might get you guys might get grossed out. I'm not the it cleanest. Is disgusting. Eater. It's yes. uh, it's legend. Actually, It might get like YouTube might be offended or something, you know, <laughs> that we might get like it might get taken down. I remember it, it is disgusting. I don't know if you were there, but years ago I went with a couple of our coworkers in the snow. We went and got wings at, at uh freaking what was it? Hooters. Uh Hooters. There's not many of them around anymore, but it used to be by a place where Matt and I used to work. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember people still bring it up to me eating wings that day because I don't eat wings like a regular person. I like to peel the meat off, dip it in the ranch, and the ranch kinda of gets on my fingers a little bit. And then I eat it, and like people still talk about this. This is like six or seven years ago. Yeah, he eats like a child. No one, <laughs> no one taught him he was raised by wolves. Um, so I don't think if we do this video series, I don't think we'll start with the wings. No, we'll, we'll build up to that. Yeah, well, the wings will definitely be. We'll the start one. with like a cheese. No, nah, even cheeseburger is pretty bad. Um, I don't know, maybe pizza. You know, something. Yeah. We'll we'll start slow. It'll be like a three part series. We'll do like something easy that. Shouldn't be a huge mess, but he'll find a way to make a mess. Then we'll do a nice burger, because that'll mm. be a disaster. And then we'll finale will be wings. On a bone. On a bone, absolutely. Yes. I don't like boneless wings, though, really. Yeah, why should you? <laughs> you can't make much of a mess with that. But. Well, no, I eat boneless wings without with my hands anyway. Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter. I don't like a fork and knife. That's he doesn't even know how to use a fork. If you give this man a fork, he does not know how to hold it. I just hold it like this, like a fork. No, it's... Like a pencil. You hold it like a pen or a pencil. Three fingers. (laughs) Three fingers. 
two, three. Ah, you palm it, wrap your hand around it. No, you, your palm does not touch your forehead. And the thing is, he's not kidding. I know. But Jesus Christ, let's... let's All right, let's... yeah, back into Scream 6, because I do want to talk about it. But Scream 6, I, you know, they brought back, they call him in this movie, the core four from the last one. They moved to New York City now, and I was very skeptical when they announced it. It's only one year later. You know, we're getting everyone who survived the first one. They moved to New York. I'm like, oh, I hope it's not a Jason Takes Manhattan situation. Yeah, and by that we mean um, Jason... T well, I actually love Jason you Takes do. Manhattan. I like but, to call uh, it Jason Takes a Cruise Ship to Manhattan. From Crystal Lake. Yeah. <laughs> where the bodies of water don't connect. But that doesn't matter. Basically, what we're trying to say is that it, they're like kind of really advertising the New York thing and then like show one quick scene in New York and then the rest of it's just indoors on a set. So that's the Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, Although problem. they did have a lot of scenes in this one where that were in a, not to spoil anything because it's not spoilers, it's like, you know, there was a theater setting, a couple apartments. Yeah, but a lot of the stuff did look New York. -ish. It did look New York. I, so, I, you know, it. I mean, we're from New York. But I'm not familiar with the city like that, but uh, it, it did look very convincing. When so. they were walking around the city in a couple scenes, I was like, okay, I felt like that. And then when they were in the subway especially. Did they actually film in New York? I'm not 100% sure if they filmed on location or not. It looked like it. I mean, I'm sure all the interiors are, you know, sound stages, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did some on locations shooting. But I just overall, I, I enjoyed it. Was it a little bit too over the top? You could argue that. There was a lot of uh, some of the acting choices, not the greatest. I mean, there was one main character that they brought in that I was like, every time they were on screen, just was pretty brutal, even till the very end. I enjoyed it, you know. I was talking to our friend Paige about it today because she's like a, a gigantic Scream fan. That's like her favorite franchise ever. She did the Scream Five review with us and, on our uh, channel. She put this dead last. Wow, dead last, huh? Yeah. It's funny because I, mean, I was talking to Shamrock Balls. But again, about she this. agrees that it's not a bad movie. No, I don't think. I still think that this would, if I was going to rank them, this would still not crack my top three. But I'd still say it's better than Scream Two and Three, in my opinion. It's definitely not rank. It's not even in my top four, but still, it's a solid franchise. Like I love one through six. I love them all. Yeah, um, they've never missed. None of them are bad movies. I scream. Like I always say, Halloween's like my favorite horror franchise, but. I don't know, man. Scream is, like, really up there for me. The thing with... It's hard to compare it. Scream only has six movies. I, you know, like, Friday the 13th have 12. Uh, the Halloween's, what is there, 13 now, I think? It's 13 so, or 14, yeah, yeah. So, you know, given that they're batting a 1,000, they've never missed. And it's still just another solid one in, in, the, in the franchise. And, you know, I love that the way they do it. They love how they're talking about the rules of the franchise. Because now it's a big thing. Now they're in a franchise. And they're bringing it up in the film. I, I loved all that. There was one scene in this where, like, they, the, not to reveal anything, but there's two ghost faces standing next to each other and they clean the knives together. <laughs> okay, well, spoilers. I just didn't say who they were, I just said there's two ghost faces. Well, no, you just told them there's two killers. Every scream has two killers. Wrong. Well, except for one scream, and that is the outlier, and that's Scream 3. Yes, alright. Maybe, I guess, a, a slight spoiler alert. There's. Uh, more than one killer, I guess. I don't want to reveal anything, but you know, I just thought that that shot itself was awesome. Awesome. Oh yeah. I, yeah. Like I had a, I had a shit-eating grin on my face when that happened. Yeah. Now I would say that this is the most comparable to two, but I think it's still better than two. But they definitely had some tropes from Scream Two that carried over into Scream Six. I think. Hmm. I think they were definitely playing around with, uh, you know, the Scream lore, and I think they thought people would 
pick up on that, and I definitely did, and I appreciated that, even if I think Scream 2 is the worst Scream movie, because I just hate Jerry O'Connell, and I hate that scene in the but freaking But you still cafeteria. like... Oh, yeah, no, I like them all. Yeah. I just don't like Jerry O'Connell, and I don't like that scene in the cafeteria, that really... Drags that down for me. I love that. I, I hate. think I love you. Ugh. What am I so afraid of? I love that. If, <laughs> after he was done and he went and came and sat back down to me, if Jerry O'Connell was my friend, I'd be like, dude, we can't be friends anymore. Ah, uh, no, like, that was uh, cool. You made, a, you made a fool of yourself in front of the entire school. <laughs> and, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I liked it more when, when Maverick did it in Top Gun and he didn't sing that song. Uh, that was very cool, too. Yeah, that was badass. So overall... Scream, check it out if you guys haven't seen Scream 6 yet. I think you'll have fun. We saw it in the Adobe Theater and they had some kick ass cups and we got a poster. Well, Matt got we a poster. We didn't get the cup. We didn't get the cup. Matt got the poster though. Sure did. And like we said, no news this week as far as 4Ks, but you still picked up some stuff. Yeah, um, so Rico. Rico. Rico Gomez mm-hmm. told us about the uh, Ronin flicks, right? Yes. Yeah, the Ronin flicks uh, sale that was going on. And they had some stuff I have had my eye on for a while that I didn't even realize was Ronin flicks. Well, all right, so that that's not entirely true, actually, because they carry other brands as well. The two, well, I, I got four from Ronin flicks. So one of them I watched so far, and that was Shredder. So this is uh, from 2001. It's a slasher from 01. It's about snowboarding and... Uh, I would think that was an 80s movie. That's actually crazy. That's from right? it's, yeah. It's a 2000... It's, I, I like 2000 slashers. 2000 slashers were good. They're riding off the high of uh, Scream. <laughs> yeah. So this one was interesting. It was um, uh, Mountain Town has a ski resort, and their snowboarding, I think, was, like, becoming a thing. And uh, they didn't... And the, a couple guys, they were fucking around, and they got drunk, and they were snowboarding, and they ended up killing somebody... Uh, a little girl like on accident or something then the father vowed death to all snowboarders and we got a movie out of it so uh. it, it was it was okay um it wasn't terrible it was pretty cool but the packaging yeah stuff, I, want- I really enjoyed so this is the original art and once you pop up the slip cover you you know it i love when you do different art under the slip cover but it is reversible so when you open this up you have the the same art that's on the slipcover, and then it comes with this sweet poster. And they also have interior art because it's reversible, which for right, the well, Blu-ray, it's Blu-ray. It's, yeah, yeah, so you can see it. Which so I, very nice piece. I enjoyed that. Um, the movie was okay. Uh, it's definitely watchable if you're a slasher fan. I think you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next one I picked up. This is a Ronin flicks. This is Nightmare Man, and Never this heard is of that. also a. 2006 slasher. Okay. So uh, I think that's the same year or the year after Curse, which is a horrible movie. That's wrong. Um, So this uh, I know nothing about, but it was cheap enough that I threw it in the cart at the time when I was doing my order, and uh, I'm excited to check this one out. And then I got I Spit on Your Grave Deja Vu, which is the sequel to the original, um, haven't seen the original original yet, which I do own. I will get to that pretty soon because I do want to check that out, and then I'll pop this in after that and uh, go from there. Yeah, so I uh, will check that out soon. And then they also have Blue Underground stuff, 
which I got the Toolbox Murders. Which looks like an Uncle V classic. I don't know. And he doesn't have that one, I think, because he said he just got his first two Blue Undergrounds. Yeah, so this is the this is a Blue Underground with a slipcover. Very happy about that. And I know Blue Underground does fantastic work, so this is probably oh, a very God. good 4K. I have never seen a bad Blue Underground 4K. Some of their choices in film can be questionable, but their transfers are literally always top, of the no always top notch. And speaking of 4Ks that I have to grab, Somebody told me, and I'm going to use his name because this is also his Twitter handle, Frank Rodriguez told me about the frightening 4K. He said that he has 554Ks at this point. He would put that in his top 10. Wait, what? Frightening on 4K. What is that? You, you own it. The, you own it. It's a 1996 horror film directed by Peter Jackson starring Michael J. Fox. Oh, The Frighteners. The Frighteners. What did I say? Frightening? Frightening. Oh, I'm sorry. The Frighteners. He said that was one of his top 10 4Ks all time. That's on 4K? Yeah, and it's beautiful. Like, the actual package. When did it come out on 4K? It's not... I don't think it's a U.S. release. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I have the Blu-ray of that. So do I. But I don't have that 4K. And for him to say that, and I really love that movie. I think that's always been one of the most underrated horror films ever. It's like a horror comedy, I guess. But I just always enjoy that. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos. Ah, oh, it's got the works, huh? The original exploitation classic. And yeah, Never you... saw a toolbox where I hear it's good. Uh, I'm excited to it's check. It's definitely up your alley out. over my alley. Yeah. And speaking of Rico Gomez, because of, at the time of this recording, Shout Factory is having a sale that he made us very well aware of. I believe 40% off. And uh, this comes out to, on Sunday. I don't know if the sale will be still going on, but definitely check it out if you can if you have some stuff that you want to grab i'm going to be grabbing twins from them because he meant he mentioned uh, something about diabolic dvd as well yes diabolic dvds yeah he gave us quite he's always helping us out to check out some stuff so if we can report it to you guys as well we will just to help you guys save a little bit of money because i'm going to get twins now on finally on shout select and I and i already know it's going to come to 4k so, i don't know shout select is weird some of that stuff gets brought to 4k some stuff doesn't yeah it's, it's very random uh, but i just always know that uh i'm going to make the wrong decision no matter what and it yeah. will be on 4k soon nothing like the haunting though that wins 100 percent. yeah that was a bad one <laughs> uh, but, la but last but not least um i forget why i was in best buy i i'd stop in best buy often just to, to browse um I it think used to it was, be a lot fun before they blew out the shelves yeah there's like nothing there but it was wednesday so new releases come out tuesday and uh this one caught my eye it's called christmas bloody christmas now this is a shutter original so shutter is that um it's a horror it's a, streaming service it's a streaming service dedicated to all horror movies oddly enough is like the one streaming service neither of us have yeah and the reason is because i own a lot of their stuff physically like mm. a lot of like you can watch the in search of darkness documentaries on there which we already bought. Oh, really? Yeah, you can watch those on That's there. That's on there? That's pretty cool. Yeah, which we both own. Uh, Cursed Films is on mm. there. That's a okay. Shudder exclusive. I own those also. Right. So anything I've always wanted to get from Shudder, I've always kind of owned, and I never felt like I needed to pay for it, but... A film like that I'd be interested in. Skinamarink that just came out, that movie that's supposedly like a nightmare. I really want to see that, but I kind of want it on Blu-ray. Right. I'm kind of getting a little bit hesitant on streaming services, can I, if I'm being honest with you. I want to get rid of them. Yeah, there's like You need each streaming service for one thing. Like We need HBO for The Last of Us. Yep. We need Hulu for Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. We need Netflix for Stranger Things, Trailer Park Boys, and that's 
basically. Yeah, they kind of get you in there. Like we have oh, Big Mouth is great on there. You know, we have Peacock for the yeah. WWE Network because we are old school wrestling yeah, w- fans. Well, I use Peacock for that. I've been watching that '70s show on there. I I actually watched my Blu-ray. Oh, that's actually Netflix that '90s show. Yeah, I've been watching that. Um, I was actually one and done with that. And yeah, I, I watch a lot of wrestling stuff on Peacock. And like, oh, you only watched the first episode of that '90s show? Yeah, and then I, I have was, one more episode left. I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, are you? Yeah, I, I was like kind of like I didn't like the new characters if I'm being honest um I liked it I'm into it okay I mean I'm glad you enjoyed it I was kind of like eh it wasn't for me so I was kind of but yeah the, but then we have Paramount and I've Paramount I, I ditched I, I, I think I'm gonna ditch Paramount to be honest I, um I, I actually but that sometimes want it back for Halo well that and they have all the, they have all the episodes of Reno they have all, anything from Viacom is on Paramount so and if you want to watch like old Nicktoons you're feeling nostalgic and you want to go watch Rugrats every it's once amazing. in a while yeah, it but really I is. knew this was gonna fucking happen. Now it's costing more money to have that than cable. Yep. But, but to have all the streamers. But as far as movies go, I rarely watch a movie on it because I own almost everything I want, That's unless it's like something that goes to streaming. Yeah, I mean Danielle has my fiance. She watches mainly streaming stuff, so we keep it for her. But. I don't even know. She watches all this stupid reality TV. Oh, that's my wife, too. Love Island and Bachelor mm. Party. And they're just a bunch of fucking idiots hanging out in bathing suits in a house and just creating drama. Well, that's what it is. It's basically, they say that a soap opera for men is wrestling. That's like a soap opera for women or men. But I know some people who like The Bachelor or Bachelorette still. And like I, I just never got into that stuff. That shit is whack yeah that's never been uh, for me yeah no but I, I literally like I, i'll come into the bedroom and she's watching it she'll either one shut it off right away or <laughs> shut it off after five minutes after me being in there because i'll either start laughing or saying this is ridiculous and she just oh when i walk in the room where my wife is watching it the first thing i said is i still can't believe you watch this shit I was and like, she loves it <laughs> i was like do you realize like we have 1300 movies downstairs that you've probably seen eight of but you'll choose to watch this drama and and you know what the thing is now what i've discovered is there's not just the american version there's a a uk or a or yeah the australian version like they all have accents now they're they're on australia oh yeah no they they, they do those reality shows are extremely popular there's like 400 of them there's so many it's insane and she doesn't stop like she in between, she actually, she binged all of that 70s show. I was like, oh, you're finally watching something good. <laughs> and then she went straight back to the bullshit. <laughs> so it's like... Well, it just never stops. Like, I mean, like... It never they, ends. Like, that's actually one reason why I can't cancel Netflix is because my wife watches Circle, or The Circle, which oh, is another one of those. And she wants to be on it. Uh she asked me to make her a video. I, I don't know if that means she has to date somebody. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. They're all banging each other uh, and yeah. crying over each other. But yeah, yeah, they all share a house together. It, it's all, yeah, like you said, it's to create drama. It's fucking insane. Why do you, like, why do you want drama? I don't know. I don't anyway. Know. I like, hate drama. But, I mm. can't stand it. I'm sure you guys don't even want to hear us talk about it. Yeah, I know. I don't know. if Hey, if you guys are fans of those shows... Tell us why we should be watching it, because I, I don't know. fans of those shows. <laughs> we don't want to judge. <laughs> we don't want to judge. I don't know. I think I you're know. in the wrong place. But. <laughs> but we also have a bunch of questions to answer this week, so why don't we dive into that since we still have no news. Although there was, Studio Canal announced uh, that the Three Musketeers and Four Musketeers are coming to 4K. Do you care about that? Pass. Okay, that's kind of how I felt, too. But I'm sure yeah. it's got its fans. Or else it wouldn't be coming to 4K, would it? No. 
Mm -hmm. So let's Same dive way. into some questions. Okie dokie. So we missed a question last week, but so why don't we start off with that from Kevin L. Okay. That was your fault. My fault? Yep. Well, you're the, you're the guy that has all the questions on their phone, so I mean. Oh yeah, and actually somebody asked us last week we should get our significant others on the show, which my wife would be interested, but Matt's girlfriend sent me a message of why she wouldn't be on the show. And this did is, she? Yes, she did. She wrote, my favorite movies are musicals, kids Disney movies, and nothing you people who watch this channel are interested in. I'm Danielle, and you're watching Let's Talk. Uh, but, well, I, th all right, so. Well, I'll show them the picture oh, of okay, yeah, because I think the the person says that, like you're watching the Disney channel yeah. or, or whatever. She was trying to, but she basically was saying what Matt was just insulting her about is that she doesn't really like anything that usually the viewers of our channel. She would come on here to talk Mamma Mia or something like that. Yeah, the, like she has three Blu-rays on her shelf that are Mamma Mia 1 and 2 and the Fifty Shades of whatever and the Little Mermaid 4K Steelbook. And my wife actually is pretty interested in movies. She came with us last night to see Scream, to see Scream 6. She just doesn't, she's kind of like... Danielle did want to see Scream 6, uh, but... My wife actually has very similar taste to Matt, which bothers me. She doesn't like any of the, like, the, the dramas that I like. She says all the same shit as Matt, and she'd rather watch like a horror movie or an action movie. Go figure. Because they're better movies. Or a comedy. Like, she just, anytime I put like a foreign film on, she's just out. Yeah, because it's not fun. You have very limited time, so I waste our time with... It's not our time. I like that. I want to watch that. <laughs> it's the same thing of, of you saying why you're watching these reality TV shows. No, these movies are all stone cold classics that I watch, and uh, and I know that people agree with me. So I mean, I know I know that the mad heads don't, but you know, for me, I got some people out there that like some of the movies I like. It might be a little, it's iffy, but they're they're out there. All right, so this is the question we missed from Kevin L. last week, which is, even though it's my fault, I'm blaming you. And he asked, what are your favorite So Bad They Are Good movies? Which, you just watched one that I was asking if I should watch, and that was, I think, uh, Shredder. Shredder. You said that. It, is that one that you would say is so bad it's good? It wasn't terrible, but I would say more along the line of so bad it's good would probably be like the Slumber Party Massacre Part 2. Oh, that, okay. That, like, probably falls more into that camp. Um... It's, it's going to be a lot of, like, corny 80s horror stuff. My choice would be Jack Frost, actually, from 1997. Yeah, Jack Frost. That one is one. so bad, that but I love it. fits in that camp. Um, uh, you never seen The Room. The Room is considered one of the worst movies ever made. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. And that movie is ridiculous, and I think that movie is fantastic. Halloween 3. Go fuck yourself. Halloween <laughs> 3 is actually the best in the franchise, probably. That's wrong. I know. But it's my favorite. Uh, Maniac Cops, I think they're in that neighborhood. <sighs> yeah, they probably are. They're all pretty bad, right? I enjoy them, though. They're, yeah, they're fun to watch. Um, the Uncle V trauma movies, those are all usually so, like, the Toxic Avenger. Tromeo and Julia. Yeah. Yeah. Toxic Avenger, I love that movie, the first one. Because, like, that one's so... He's, like, doing ads for his own merchandise in the movie while you're watching it. I actually I never seen the Toxic I love the Avenger. first Toxic Avenger. That's a good one. You really should see that. I think you would enjoy that one. Uh, uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's... Yeah. That's you, a, I like that movie. So do I. But it, do you think... I mean, I guess I it's... I don't think it's bad. Yeah, you're right. I guess it's not bad. It's a pretty good one. The effects are pretty good, right? It's not, like... I'm trying to think of like what because like the worst sin a movie you can commit at, yeah. is being boring. Like if a movie's just bad but you're still entertained, at least you got something out of it. Like Morbius from last year, I hated that movie. Mm. That movie was boring. It had just very little redeeming qualities. 
Except for the opening credits. Good art design. Yeah, I'm going to say a lot of just 80s horror. A lot of 80s horror does fall into that so bad it's good. Uh, you know, the night. I mean, you like Cursed, and that was pretty fucking bad. <laughs> I mean, I don't love it. I'm not flying a flag for it, yeah, but it's sure. not bad. Um, oh, here's a good one. A Nightmare on Elm Street 5. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in that uh, movie. Which one is... Oh, That's actually, Dream... I actually have... I'm looking at... I have that on VHS. That's Dream Child. I have that on VHS. <laughs> that one is the most ridiculous one because, A, it makes no sense. Do you want to know how... So, apparently, Freddy's parents are... Or he has, like, a ton of fathers because, apparently, they raped his mom, who was a nun. Okay. And that's why Freddy's so bad. <laughs> that's what the reason is. It Story le- checks out. Yeah, because, you know... Basic genetics will tell you that's possible, right? Mm. So that one I, I, is so bad it's good, I guess. Or Jason Goes to Hell. Most people hate Jason Goes to Hell, and I love I that movie. I am one of those people. Yeah, I know. Jason Most people do, but I love that movie. I really do. I like that Jason, at the very end, where Freddy reaches up and grabs Jason's mask. Uh, you know, it's stupid that he can jump bodies like that, but I have a good time with it. I really do. Yeah. Jason yeah. X? I mean, yeah, Jason X is... Jason I X guess it falls in that... It had some money behind, I think, Jason X, though. Yeah, there's some ridiculousness in there, though. Hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of sci-fi. Sci-fi, I'm fits, sure. Fits the bill as well. Just drawing a blank on it right now. Do I watch some crummy sci-fi? Like, uh, what about some crummy... There's some shitty action movies, right, that like are so bad they're good? Oh, like, yeah. wouldn't you say... Uh, well, Universal Soldier's pretty fucking... It, it's fun. No, I wouldn't say that's bad at all. I think that's a solid action movie. Yeah. Oh, here's a good one. <laughs> Lone Wolf McQuaid starring... Cobra. Cobra's a good one. Yep. Cobra. Yep. Cobra's a good one, yeah. Your disease. And I'm the cure. Yep, that's a good one. Um, hmm. And uh, Dennis Cinema 4K brought up something today. Since we are both such Schwarzenegger guys, but he, and I agree with him, Stallone, though, the better actor. What? Stallone's a better actor than Schwarzenegger. Have you ever seen Stallone, uh, Schwarzenegger do a drama? And you believe him? No, I don't watch dramas. No, but Stallone can do some dramas. First Blood's kind of a drama. The Rockies, they're dramas. You know, I can't see Schwarzenegger being a boxer. It's just not going to work. And Stallone sounds similar. No, Stallone just—he he made the first in the first Rocky. He's a little no. bit—he's a little too. He's you ain't a little gonna too do. Dumb. You ain't gonna do my guy Arnold like that. I, he's my guy too, but uh, you gotta be honest sometimes. I, Stallone's a better actor. Stallone also writes and directs. Schwarzenegger. He lifts. I love him. Don't get me wrong. I'm just playing You're devil's favorite a- customer. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even change the accent. And his name's uh, what's his name? Hank. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, they just give him stereotypical white guy name. Not all. Uh, jingle all the way. Not that he's Austrian in his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just act like he's a blue collar guy. Yeah. N- not with those arms. <laughs> no, it, uh, no. No. Arnold. Arnold still wins. Does Arnold have some so bad they're good movies? Or do you just consider everything he made? Like, cause, I mean, come on, let's be honest. Commando? Great movie. There's a lot of flaws in Commando. Pay attention to the scene when they flip the Porsche. It's pretty fucked up when they flip it back over. No problem. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. That's a pretty damn big editing mistake, if you ask me. Anyway. And Kevin Ellis... Great question. Yeah, that is a great question. And Kevin Ellis' other question, which is going to get us into this. How would you rank the Xbox consoles and favorite games from each generation? Now, I think you mean from each generation of Xbox, right? Yeah. I think that's what he means. I know if I was going to rank the Xbox consoles, Tom, if you fall in line with this, I would probably go last would be the Xbox One 
which I guess, which all include the Xbox One, One X, and that generation One S. And then You're I saying was saying last, dead last. That's last place. So we're counting down. Counting down. Would you put that at last? Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And then I think at second to last, I'd put the original Xbox. Yep. And then I'd put the Series X and S at number two. Mm-hmm. And then at number one, Xbox 360. Yep. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And if we were going to do favorite games, now Matt has a huge stack of games because he's insane. And we're going to announce right now that we're going to be doing his entire Xbox collection. And we're going to break it up into parts. Well, yeah. So after discussing this this question, we uh, I just decided I, I want to talk about Xbox. Yeah, so. Matt's in a big Xbox mood. So I'm on vacation from work this week, so we have enough time that we can shoot those and then we can get them out to you. Yeah, and Matt, yeah, he wants to talk Xbox, but I'll go first. I guess my favorite Xbox game of all time. And these are all my games, by the way. Yeah, they are. That he took off my shelf because you don't own any of this. Ah, uh, no, I have about a handful of video games I own. Uh, the last physical game I bought, which I didn't even know I bought physically, was Resident Evil Village. <laughs> Matt knew that. I didn't know that. So yeah, it would be Halo. This is Matt's Halo. Is this your original Halo? Yes. And what I did with this one, if you notice, this is actually this a 360 clear. case. Yeah. It's yeah. So. Oh, you didn't do interior art, though? No, I didn't have a second one. Oh. But, uh, yeah, the original Halo. And this is going to be my favorite original Xbox game as well. I thought you were going to go with Halo 2, but I'm not uh, surprised. Well, all right, so Halo 1 had the better campaign, mm-hmm. where Halo 2 obviously was the pioneer of multiplayer. It's where Xbox, Xbox Live. Live. So, you know, it, it's really tough to choose. Desert Island, I would probably take Halo 1. Well, yeah, you don't have but, access to the online. Right. So it's the better game. It's we had a, fun with split-screen online with that, though. Yeah, it's the killer app for the Xbox. <laughs> it was. It sold Xbox. If that game doesn't work, we don't have Xbox. Yeah. And then for Xbox 360, I'm going to choose Batman Arkham Asylum. I had it come down to that. This was hard for me, too. Matt, it was way harder. Like, I didn't know if I should pick this or Bioshock, but I've beaten this game so many times. Same. That's so. easily my favorite Arkham game. I mm-hmm. absolutely love the Batman games. Well, And Matt Arkham, has a really nice slipcover for this, too, by the that's way. That's the special edition, yeah. Yeah, so. Is um, this the game where you got the Joker with it, or was that Origins? Oh, Jesus Christ. Just take it and do it. Um, the Joker? What? You have that Joker statue. Actually, it's like right Oh, that was Origins. That yeah. was Origins. Yes. But Arkham Asylum did it the best. Like, I like Arkham City a lot. I actually have I played Arkham Knight once and I was not in love I with it. I just try so I think I just recently played oh I played this on PC mm. on Steam not too long ago and then I played Arkham City and then I jumped into Arkham Origins and then I did Arkham Knight I don't know if I was burnt out but just the Batmobile stuff in Arkham Knight and it's just they added too much. I, I could go back and play this one right now and have a great time, and just Arkham Knight, it just doesn't do it for me. No. I think Asylum was the best. I, I think they progressively just got worse. They got, I would rank this at number one, then Arkham City at number two, then Arkham Origins and Arkham Knight are tough, because Origins is a good game, but it's really hard. And isn't it just the same map as City, just covered in snow? Or is it? It's similar, but no. Okay, see, I actually haven't played Orange. And it's also a different studio. It's not Rocksteady, it's yes. WB Games. Right, I think yeah. the fir- that was their first game, yeah. too, so and it WB- was a bit different. And the WB Games just did the... Uh, they did Gotham the, Knights. Gotham Knights. Which, actually, I really enjoyed. Yeah, and Rocksteady is doing Kill the Suicide Squad that's coming out pretty soon. Yeah, I came late to Gotham Knights, and I didn't like it in the beginning, and then I kind of got hooked into it, and I 
like almost 100 percent of it that's crazy didn't you start it again too like you yeah i started on new game plus yeah. i'm working on achievements big batman fan i mean i have a batman tattoo across my whole chest yeah so. i mean it's just a terrible body that the tattoos on and then uh, if i was picking my xbox series or you know xbox one game i would pick forza horizon 4 which i think is the best in the franchise although i do love forza horizon 5 but this is when they introduced the weather systems and just that the fact that every week would be a new season you would get autumn spring and then i was very partial to the snow i just loved driving in the snow the rivers would fro freeze in the winter season yeah. so you could drive on them and if like a lot of collecting goes on in these games and certain things yes. you can only get in certain seasons and it was just it made me keep coming back wheel spins i was addicted to oh wheel my spins God. So, like, I I spare no expense when it comes to the Forza games because I want as many wheel spins. Like, it, that stuff becomes either addicting. Did, either did I. I must have paid over $100. This is the gold edition steelbook for yeah. fucking Forza. And this must have been right before I started getting Game Pass because this came to Game Pass. Yeah, it did eventually. You know, so, That's how I played it was on Game Pass. Yeah, I but I would. I spent the... You could spend the extra money to get the, you know, the expansions. This, this was my last physical... Uh, Forza. I didn't pick up five wow. physically, and five actually next to the original Horizon. Five is my favorite Horizon. Really, one hundred and ten percent completed. Yeah, you did. Uh, Four Horizon. had a really good expansions too, though. See, yeah. I completed all the expansions on five. I hundred percent. I drove every road, found every collectible, every billboard. Hundred percent of the entire game. It's very similar five. to four. So if you you should really go back to four. I know, and it's on PC game pay. I got it downloaded onto my PC. And, yeah, uh, it's it's, it's a great because it looks even better on PC. And then my choice for uh, for the Series X so far would be uh, Forza Horizon Five. So I think that Forza Horizon Five is great. I go back to it every once in a while just because I want to have some fun and free roam and explore yeah, the world. I mean, as a diehard Xbox guy, as far as exclusives, it's kind of hard to, you know, defend Xbox. But I think we're getting there. You know, Phil Spencer is a god. You know, yeah. he, he's he really, cares. He's getting it done. And I think we're going to start eating pretty good soon as Xbox fans. So hang in there, Man. and we will uh, we'll have some games soon, I think. Why don't you show them your 360 games since you couldn't pick your favorites? So yeah, so these were John's out of my collection, and then as I was standing there, I literally, like for 20 minutes, I, I couldn't pick one. And in no particular order, <laughs> I had to just grab some of my favorites from the 360 generation. Is that Rainbow Six Vegas on top? No, it's not, and I actually fucking forgot Rainbow Six <laughs> Vegas. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Because I love Rainbow Six Vegas. One and two. One and two, yeah. And I forgot to edit. So that's why I can't wait to... The, our, my Xbox collection video is going to be long. Yeah, that's we're why gonna we're going to split up, it up. We're going to split it up to, into consoles and different parts. And we'll probably do a lot of my like special edition consoles and not just the games. We'll do my complete Xbox collection, my complete 360 collection, which is going to be the longest. We're going to have to do that in two parts. Absolutely. I have, I'm I have looking over your 360 collection now. It's I have like 500 games on 360 plus multiple consoles, and it's that's going to be a long one. Matt's but, Xbox collection is as big as his movie collection almost. I don't know what the size of those shelves are. Might be bigger. Yeah. I These are in my top 20 360 games, we'll say. Uh, and in no particular order, 50 Cent, Blood on the Sand. I can't believe that made top 20. This yeah. game is fucking awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> so the best way to describe this is Army of Two, Gears of War, had a baby, <laughs> and then that baby likes 50 Cent. Go, 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 go. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. You know, 
it, it's just those two games put together with a 50 cent soundtrack and a 50 cent paint job. And this game, maybe it's not great, but it plays really well. The story is eh, you know, but it this is a fun game. And I think this is somewhat of a rare game to get. I, I don't think it's on the cheaper side. It's yeah. definitely a... Uh, it looks dated like you're... Like you're, it must be years of... Or did you buy that separately, like recently from a sale? Because it looks faded, the plastic on it. No, I definitely bought it used at some point. Mm. Um, but this is a fun game. I think I got almost all the achievements in this, too. This, this is a fun one. I love this game. That is a good one. Uh, now we're going to go back to very, very, very early 360. I think this might even have been a launch title, if I'm it not mistaken. It was a launch title. Was it? Yes. And that's Quake 4. Yeah, Quake 4. I, I never really played that. I remember you being in love with it, though. I love this game. Um, Quake 4 is awesome. This is the one where I did the inside art. There's a bonus disc in here. I don't remember. Wow. What? Do you remember these barcodes? No, I don't know what that is. I don't remember so, what. This brings me back. I used to work at Game Crazy, and these were the barcodes we used to put on the, these sleeves because we would have the, all the empty cases out on the shelves, and we would open up the drawers, and we would flip through these white envelopes. And, oh, then put the disc in so people couldn't steal yeah, them? Yeah, so, but we would label them on the top, and you can scan it. So if we didn't have a case, we could sell it to them with this. But this was just the bonus disc. So I had the regular version. I guess there was a special edition, but I just took the bonus disc from work and tossed it in my case. Oh, makes sense. If you were an achievement guy, if you were like an achievement whore like I was back in the day, this game was very, very hard to complete because one of the achievements, well, a few of them were tied to multiplayer leaderboards. And that was hard. There was a lot of assholes that would get to the first place and they would, they would, they had like, I think six or eight 360s and multiple accounts and they would just boost all day and make it impossible to reach first place on the leaderboards so a lot of people couldn't get those achievements did you get them no oh really i think vex might have yeah but to ask him you had to run i remember at one point it boosted like achievements and gears well i had i think three consoles at a time and vex had three so we between two of us we had six consoles and six accounts that we were boosting and it was a different time. It was. I remember rubber banding my controller. All for a fucking achievement. Yeah? The day. Those were the times. Uh, here's another one. This is the Valve trilogy, or Valve collection, we'll say. This is the orange box, and then Portal 2. Uh -huh. uh, this was my real first introduction to Portal, Team Fortress, and really playing Half-Life 2. Because I had Half-Life 2 on the original Xbox, but this was you know it was up res the, the resolution was a bit better it played better and you had all the dlc so the orange box this is i fell in love with portal yeah, yeah. and i even did the interior artwork yeah. the on orange this box one. was the biggest uh steal in gaming because you got how many games with that five games yeah. basically. and it was running well, it was really three games and two expansions were games 60 bucks by then I can't yeah. Remember. Oh, yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah, six, it started in the 360 generation. 50 bucks with PS2 and Xbox. The and then one. Portal 2. If you haven't played Portal 2, grab a friend and play Portal 2. I've this never is... played Portal 2. What? No, I didn't play Portal 2. That came out during the dark times. You never played Portal 2? Never played Portal 2. I bet you that came out in 2011 or something like that. 2011? Mm hmm. I didn't game much that year. I uh, started dating my wife. Hey, let's hold this time. Yeah, this fuck. <laughs> we used to play all the time, nonstop. Xbox was life, and he he finds a girl for the first time and puts down the controller for good. Pretty much, 
It's, I've, uh, definitely, I don't game as much as I used to. That's for sure. And that's been, now it's 13 years. You believe that? 12 I, years. I've gotten over it a little bit, but still, it really, really bothers me that he, he turned his back on video games. I didn't turn my, well, now it's you harder. You sure did. I just really got also into movies. You gotta remember the movies thing. <sighs> gotta balance it out. Ah, I try. I mean, you're the games. You're the games. Now, this might be a little controversial. And I agree with this controversy, so go for it. Because I support your decision with this one. And so, I used to not. So this is a beloved franchise. And this was my first introduction. This is the first game I played in the franchise. And, I mean, there's some remakes now that I might like more. However, Resident Evil 5. This was my favorite Resident Evil for a very long time. I know that people don't like this one. I know that it's not the greatest one. But to me, I absolutely love Resident Evil It's so Evil much 5. fun doing co-op. And I've been dying to play this. I might even play this tonight on Xbox One, the Xbox One version and uh, clean up some of the achievements that I need. Because I love this game. And I loved playing co-op. And I went back. I played 4 on Xbox One. I don't really like 4, and I'm really not looking forward to this new remake. I wish they would have remade 1 or Code Veronica or something else. This is 4 is like my least favorite in the I'm franchise. excited for it. I can't wait. I'm going to play it. Well, yeah, we share the game digitally, so you'll play it because right. I'm buying it. <laughs> but I actually kind of like 3 a little bit more. I can't believe I it. I think most just because of the setting. 2 I like the most, but... You weren't a Mr. X guy, right? You like that—that that was you didn't get like, getting chased by him because that's two. Well, you had the nemesis. In yeah, but those three. would lead you more into like setup fights. Like in Mr. X, like he's just anytime. Like, oh, I get, it was terrifying. He just blows through the wall. Or yeah, but I remember doing th stuff in the library. Like I yeah. trying to like like you know solve puzzles, and yeah. this fucking guy comes in, and until you beat the game, when you get the unlimited rockets, and then you could just put him down that way, which also will unlock an achievement. Uh, fucking hard man oh yeah <laughs> yeah but resident evil is such an amazing franchise uh but re5 big fan big fan uh oh actually i forgot to mention this with the valve games but that's left for dead one and two those are great games too oh my god and the back for blood game was pretty good it was a nice back for blood was good um but it just didn't hit the same as these did uh maybe it was just because of the time i'm not sure but the left for dead games are just amazing and i have so many memories of like particularly part two i remember just grinding out some of these harder achievements i remember what i think it was like the carnival level you have to take a gnome from the beginning i to remember the end. that you have to take it on the roller coaster you have to carry it through the entire level so like you would do it with three other people if i'm correct yeah, so, three other people, they would do so all the everyone's doing all the work and you're just carrying this no behind me behind. oh my god yeah. I missed the 360 generation. It was just a better time. We were the perfect age. Well, we didn't dude, that's have work. the thing when we, you know, we talk about now and you like kids get to go game and stuff like that. We were those kids. Like we used to. That's all we did. So we would go on there and like got a bunch of our friends and just get achievements. That was a day. Like just playing Left 4 Dead. Yeah, I mean, if you're growing up now, like I guess if we this was our generation, we'd be nostalgic for it. I guess, but I just feel like the games were so much better. I mean, a game was a game back then. It came fully completed. Yeah. yeah you know, you would get a little... At least had DC DLC. A little patch update here and there, but not like today. No, there's a patch every time you but, go to game. But, oh my now. God, Left 4 Dead, amazing. One of my favorites here. Back to the grab. launch titles. Condemned. Condemned. I just played this recently. I played this not too long ago myself. And uh, I, I think <sighs> I even started part two, which is not as good. No, the ending to part two disappoints me. 
Yeah, nah. I don't remember it at all, but Condemned, this game is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. This was, like, really ahead of its time, I It think. was, and that, another survival horror game, and yeah. that's a really good one. And basically, it's mostly just melee weapons. You get guns a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you don't really use the guns much. You, you get a handful of ammunition and throughout the whole game, and that's about it. It's mm. mainly melee, but this game was fun as hell. The mystery Scary. to it, the story, very terrifying creepy level this was such an awesome game yeah that's a really I, good one yeah i love condemned this was great uh and then i've been eating pretty good with this franchise lately and that is the original dead space just played the remake i absolutely love dead space i do have it i know so it wasn't i i, I don't owe you a copy still well you do oh. it's just i replaced the one that john lost because i loaned him my dead space and he went and lost it on me i did um, oh, Connect Ready, good for Dead Space 2. Yeah. Or 3. Dead Space 2, I just finished this game, actually. Really? Yeah, this is actually sealed. I don't know why this is sealed, because I have the special edition. I must have sold it off and then rebought it at one point. But Dead Space 2, not as good as the original. I Literally, I just played it, and I'm about to start Dead Space 3. I'm, I'm doing the, the DLC on Dead Space 2 right now, Severed. Um, I'm going to finish that up tonight, and then I might even jump into Resident Evil 5 just to quench my thirst because I've been dying to play that. Dead Space 3, uh, I don't remember hating it. I don't remember loving it. It's a bit forgetful. I know this is not everyone's favorite in the franchise, but uh, I'm definitely going to jump back into this one and clean up some of the achievements I need when this, just to finish off the franchise, because I just did part two. I might as well finish up three. Another Vex game I see coming up. Vex game? This is more, This I think I like this more than Vex. Really? But, yeah, The Darkness. Oh, yeah, you love The Darkness. I absolutely love Wasn't this game. Wasn't there a game. sequel? The Darkness 2, yeah. Yeah. Good, not as good. Uh, I just played both of them within the past year. Really? Yeah. You pen you somehow fit, fit those in in the last couple of years, huh? I played them within the last year. I played them in 2022, for sure. Wow. I think this was actually, when I finished down here, I think this is one of the first games I played. I knew you loved that game. That's a surprise at how much you do. Yeah, when I finished downstairs, this was the first game I played. I jumped into this, and then I did part two. Those Shit. Were the first two games I played down in the man cave, actually, was The Darkness. <laughs> and then I did Arkham Origins. Okay. So, because my Arkham. 360 stuff was boxed up for a very long time. I had no access to it. I consider so, Arkham Origins a well, Christmas All game. my game stuff was boxed up for a long time. I had no access to it when I when this was getting done and because we just moved into the house and then we were getting the downstairs done so it was packed up for like almost two years mm -hmm. and uh once i i just dove back into the 360 because that's it's my shit i love 360 yeah you always circle and back. uh bioshock one of the best games ever oh my god there's a top fiver for me all time too I yeah think. i've played this so many times i played it on pc i played it on the, the xbox series x versions and the remastered i played it on ps3 the, this is just this is a 10 out of 10 this is perfection um bioshock 2 not as good no but infinite which is the one i haven't played fantastic game i just remember i would so say one infinite then bioshock 2 two i was disappointed because but they changed companies for that it's really not ter a terrible game but it's not the best game no i remember beating that though mm -hmm. and then what is that fear first encounter assault recon this came out right around the time of gears of war so it kind of got buried however Fear was a PC game, and this is just a port. This mm -hmm. is a, a PC port to the 360. I remember, because it came out, I think, 05 on the PC, and everyone was talking about that the, might make sense. the yeah. nail gun. That was a big deal. Because you could pin perforator, people... The I think it was. Because you could pin people to walls, yeah. and people were excited about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, the physics in this game, the story is just fucking amazing. It's scary. 
the, one of the best first-person shooters ever. The multiplayer was kick-ass. Fear is fucking fantastic. If you haven't played Fear, find it. Can you play? Is this backwards compatible? I'm pretty sure. I think it, I think you can I buy know, it off the 360. I, I mean, off Fear the marketplace. Three is backwards compatible because I loaded that up not too long ago. I'm not entirely sure if this is, but if you guys play on PC, download this on Steam. And if you have Steam and you're a PC guy, you'll figure it out. But it doesn't run right perfectly. You have to download some patches and stuff. It took me a while to figure out to how to get it to work. But once I got it to work, I was getting 144 frames per second, having a great time playing Fear, and. uh I love this game. This game is fucking awesome. I did like Fear. I the did achievement like list was pretty tough on that one. That's just a surprise because that came out in 06, year one. Yeah, achievements were like, pretty easy back then. They were, but uh, that was an exception. That had quite the list. Oh. Uh, here's a good one. This is. I was almost picked that one, but it, and I played it pretty recently, and it's still fun except for the graphics. Yeah, they don't hold it, up great. <laughs> it doesn't hold up great, but Elder Scrolls 4 is our favorite Elder Scrolls game. Absolutely. We probably put 150 hours each into. This I remember because they used to tell you how yeah, much hours you put. Yeah, and you say multiple characters. Oh my Summer God. 06 was just dedicated to Oblivion and mint chocolate chip ice cream oh and the, the best of the Undertaker DVD. Yeah, this Ugh. was uh, that this was, a, was one of the best games in the world, in my opinion, yeah. at the time. And this was like. It's pretty early 360 too. It was 06. Came out in I don't I want to say between March and May of 2006 because I got it one of my first 360 games. And, yeah. And I I fucking love that. And we both were RPG guys before I this. I got this because of you. Because I the 360 just came out. Uh, I think I had Call of Duty 2, Perfect Dark uh, Zero. And I was really just playing Halo 2 multiplayer. Mm. And then you burnout. Don't oh, forget Burnout, you had Revenge. Burnout. I didn't have You didn't that. get Revenge? No. That I was didn't. my first 360 online game before we played Perfect Dark. Yeah. So you got this and you told me about it. I remember going to Planet Comics in the mall. That's where I got my 360. Buying this and an intercooler. Remember the intercoolers? Yeah, because the, the 360 always ran hot. Mm -hmm. So I picked these two up. And I remember I had a sweet 16 to go do that night. And I was telling my boss, like, oh, I really don't want to go. I just want to stay home and play video games. Got hooked on Oblivion. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Oblivion, we put so many hours into this. I remember it was actually, it was, it's funny to say, well, it's funny it's in the list like this. It was these two games were the only ones going in the disc tray for a very long time. Well, that was mostly 06, yeah. Although, this was 06 too, wasn't it? It was, but I got to that, I think, a little bit late. I don't remember, but we'll get to that. Gears of War. One of my favorite games ever. I actually have a Gears of War tattoo on mm -hmm. me. I absolutely love Gears of War. That is your and favorite game ever, isn't it? Pretty Not anymore, I don't think. Well, maybe. I guess. I don't know. I, the first one, at least. Yeah. I don't love the franchise as much anymore. Well, that's understandable. Once but, you change creative... It's the same thing with Halo. Like, I used to tell people, like, people... I think we had this question a few weeks ago, like, what is your favorite gaming franchise? And I switched to Resident Evil because... Halo, after Halo, I want to say Reach, was that the last one? Fucking Halo Reach was the last one that Bungie did, and I, I, I liked the Halo games since then, but they're not, they don't feel special anymore. Yeah. And, and I think that's the same thing with Gears of War. Yeah, it, it, uh, cause I loved Halo. Halo was my favorite mm -hmm. franchise until I played Gears of War, and then it was like, mmm, yeah, this is pretty fucking awesome. And, I don't know, the achievement on this, the, Seriously, Seriously, achievement. 10,000 multiplayer kills. Now, if you're familiar with the original, there was no respawns. You had to wait when you were dead. It took a very long time to get that. So I was playing nonstop multiplayer, but when I would get frustrated or not in the mood, I would pop in Oblivion, 
And these are the only two games that were really going in and out of the disc tray at that time. But Gears of War, this is still my original from whatever year it came out. I remember picking this up at the mall on my birthday. Yeah, because special edition. you played mine until then because we lived together at that point. And then speaking of special editions, super underrated game. It's a shame that we never got the sequel to this game, but that game is Prey. Uh, this is the definition of a video game-ass video game. Um, I love Prey. This game is... Uh, I... Mm, I love what I loved so about much. that game is is that you couldn't die. You'd end up in like yeah. a realm and yeah. like yeah. <laughs> the hard difficulty achievement wasn't that hard. You know, you just died more, but yeah. you didn't actually die. Yeah, yeah. you go in that realm and you sh use the bow and arrow to shoot the blue birds. Yeah, and then you come back to life. Yeah, but this game was, story was fucking awesome. You know, you're a Cherokee Indian or whatever it was on a reservation that with a bar. I remember the opening scene in the bar walking in the, the bathroom. Yeah, fucking song. And, uh, Jesus, don't aliens, be the Reaper. Yeah, aliens fucking come and take over, and then now you're this guy Tommy on an alien ship, and you're trying to find your girlfriend and oh, pretty much so save bad. the world. Oh, such a fantastic game. Easy one, 1,000 point achievement list, but oh, this is a good one, and I am super stoked to have this limited collector's edition. Is that a Splinter Cell? Sure is. So that my favorite Splinter Cell oh, is Conviction. That's your favorite? So my favorite Splinter Cell. I love Double Agent. Double Agent's my favorite. I love Double Agent, love Double Agent, but I think I had a little bit more fun playing Conviction. Now, Conviction, if you remember correctly, um, they and announced... I have a really nice steelbook do. of the, Double Agent as well. Double Agent's I just my didn't favorite. want to grab too many, and we'll talk about it when we do it. You didn't first. want to grab too many. We've been talking for 20 minutes about video games. Yeah. I <laughs> so you guys can see where the 360 video is going to end up. Yeah, that's going to be a long video just because uh, I'll talk my ass off about 360. This, this is my favorite thing in the world. This was a trailer, basically, for that video. Because yeah, sorry <laughs> it went so long if you're not into video games, but, you know, it's physical media, so... It, it, it does still count, so, yeah, it's, Kevin, it's, we hope we did good with your question. It's on, uh, so, uh, what's on it? brand. So, Mr. Gomez's question is, since Matt likes trashy horror movies, does he like or does he or has he seen any trashy horror movies of the 1950s? Like, I was a teenage Frankenstein, I was a teenage werewolf, Bucket of Blood, any of those? Unfamiliar. Um, I, I would say the oldest horror movies I've seen, probably like the Universal Monster stuff. Um, I haven't seen all of them. I've seen the Wolfman, the Invisible Man, and maybe the Mummy, but a very long time ago. Uh, but no, I don't really, not really, that's why I'm having such a problem. If you're following our Bond watch through, I'm having a tough time with the 60s stuff. Like, I don't really like stuff, you know, mid-70s is where, where I start, you know? That's uh, when you start to get in the groove? Yeah, even, and some 70s stuff is hard. But, you know, we got Halloween, Jaws, Star Wars, there's some fantastic movies in, in the 70s. I don't really, I can't think of anything in the 60s that I love. I get that. So yeah, that was a question really for you. Like, I, I, I don't go back and watch as many trashy. I watch plenty of movies in the 50s, but not really horror. Mm. I can't think of a horror movie over the top of my head that from the 50s that I, I, I truly love. Maybe Carnival of Souls. I'd have to check to see if that's even in the 50s off the top of my head. Like the 60s, you get Nightmare of the Living Dead, Rosemary's Baby. But 50s, mm. Uh, I don't know. Not horror. Yeah, Night of the, yeah, Night of the Living Dead is okay. It's just... Eh. And you remember you were asking about this guy, and he popped back up and gave us a question. Dennis Cinema 4K. Welcome back, Dennis. Dennis. We hope you're doing all right, Dennis. We love you, man. And he asked, what's your guy's favorite Rocky movie? Um, I know I've seen most of them, or some of them. I, I 
really couldn't tell you. It's been so long since I've seen a Rocky movie. But off the top of my head, I'm thinking the one with uh, Dolph Lundgren in it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Rocky Four. That's Four, right? And that's going to be my choice. But with a caveat, because I've watched Rocky One, Two, and Three, I haven't gotten the Rocky Four. If you guys have followed along with the 4K reviews, um, I'm up to Rocky Four. The threes, the Rocky One, Two, and Three are on the channel. Those reviews, I'm up to Four, and Four has always been my favorite. And I don't know, might change now, but I, I love Rocky Four. I love the cheesiness of the '80s, the model, the montages. And yeah, I, I think I would probably gonna stick with that again i have to rewatch them because it's been well first 20 of 20 years probably they're all good they're all good i'm movies. sure they are and i'm looking forward to that but i didn't buy the 4k set because i'm waiting for the other ones to come to 4k and i want a complete set yeah and, and i've never seen the creed movies so. the creed movies are good um you know people say that they just like the rocky movies which you know sylvester stallone wrote creed 2 they're his movies really up until creed 3 they're his yeah. fr it's it's his franchise it's stallone stallone made rocky he bet his whole life on rocky like, right so it's an incredible story but for me it's either rocky 4 but right now rocky 2 depending on how i feel about rocky 4 might be my favorite now i okay. I, I really love rocky 2 one of the best fight scenes ever in a movie at the end of rocky 2 i absolutely love that movie and my heart was racing watching it and you know carl weathers doesn't get enough credit as an actor i know most people like probably only know him from this or predator but mm. you know carl weathers so good as apollo creed he's probably my second favorite character obviously behind rocky but can we argue so he did a movie with stallone and schwarzenegger mm -hmm. huh? well you got to remember you know when you have a body like that yeah. he was kicking around he's the guy who goes up to arnold and predator and he's like they still got you pushing pencils you son of a bitch yeah, and then, and then they focus in on the, the biceps. Yeah. Yeah. Man, the 80s, man. Great. Steroids. <laughs> Love it. Jesse, the body. <laughs> and actually, I was watching, uh, speaking of Bill Duke, I was watching this morning with Faith, uh, National Security. Since he's with a, um, Martin Lawrence and... Yeah, what's his name? Steve something? Yeah. I love that movie. I know. So, you have that? Uh, I do. I have the Blu-ray. So do I, uh... <laughs> Yeah. I bought that Blu-ray with you, actually. You put the... Oh, I think we bought them together. Yeah, we did. They were yeah. $5. Was it FYE? Yep. Yeah, we both bought National Security. It's an underrated movie. Bill Duke's Great in one. it as the chief of police. And now we are on to... So thank you, Dennis, for that question. Um, I re we really appreciate it. Love the Rocky movies. Really enjoying them. But it's either Rocky Four or Rocky Two for me. Matt's Rocky Four. Yeah, probably Four. And now we're on to our last question of the day. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, even though you spent 45 minutes talking about your 360 games... I could spend another 45 minutes <laughs> talking about 360. <laughs> we do have other questions, and this one's from Anthony Gonzalez, and this is a question that's going to get you excited. Take you from 6 to midnight. Favorite character in the View Askew universe? Mine is, Jay Mine is Jay because of all of his great quote lines. Wow, thanks, pickle fucker. <laughs> that's from Jay. Pickle fucker uh, gave us free eats. <laughs> Jay, that's, that's clerks, too. Um, so, hmm. it, 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 it's really easy to pick Jay. It's hard not to say it's, Jay. It's you know? hard not to say Jay, right? So, I'm actually going to go out of the line here and say other than Jay, because I think Jay would be my favorite, too. I'm going to go with Loki from Dogma. Who'd you claim to be an atheist? I just like to fuck with the clergy, man. I just love it. I love to keep those guys on their toes. Which is played by uh, Matt Damon's character. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite Matt Damon actual performances. I'm not the biggest Matt Damon guy, although he's kind of come around on me where I just feel like he just seems like such a down-to-earth guy. And, yeah, him as Loki is hysterical in that movie. Him and hmm. Ben Affleck do kind of steal the show. 
And I, I, what's his name's characters? He plays two of them. Oh, Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. Yeah, I was. I don't know why I couldn't. Brody get and Banky. 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 So Banky actually wouldn't be my favorite, that's for sure. But I do like Brody. Yeah, I like Jason Lee in those movies. He's good. Um. Uh. What I about mean, Randall? What is Randall? Yeah, Ran- yeah, Randall. Yep, I forgot about Ran- yeah. Randall's my favorite. That's next your favorite. To Jay. Oh, yeah, next easily. To Jay? Easily. Yep. Yeah, Randall is great. Randall Graves. You can't ever pick what's the main character. Like I, he's good. Who Dante? Dante. Like he's good, but he can be a little whiny sometimes. Yeah, no, no. Randall's easily my favorite. Him and Jay, mm. without a doubt, they're my type. Although, of, uh, if me and you were Randall and Dante, Clark, Randall and Clerks Two is oh, the best. Yeah, he's perfect in Clerks. Clerks Two is very funny, actually. But one of my favorites. I mean, the two Jay and Silent Bob movies are amazing, and when you put Kevin Smith and Jay in the leads, I, I love him. I think that, I, and a lot of people didn't like the reboot of Jay and Silent Bob, but I fucking I love the loved reboot. it. It's actually very high on my list. It's great. It's a great movie. It's fantastic. But I mean, you know, as far as the other ones that aren't... I saw that one with Kevin Smith. I saw that one live. I know you did. I'm really jealous. I didn't... I begged you to come. I, I didn't really get into Kevin Smith until we did the watch along for this channel. And that was like, and then now I really appreciate his movies more. Especially one that nobody ever will talk about. And I will be a champion for this movie forever. And that is Tusk. I Tusk. fucking love Tusk. Tusk is okay. <laughs> I love it. I love that, it, first of all, the fact that it started as a joke and became a movie, and a good movie at that. Uh, and Johnny Depp, uh, no, I love it. And then you get the girls in that, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry about boot that. that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I love, I have every one yeah, of his don't rub it in right. everyone's face. I got dogma. I got... Should I go get it? Don't get dogma. We know you have dogma. You don't need to go get dogma. <laughs> don't show everyone dogma. Come on. Are you really going to go over there and get dogma? I'm getting it. Why? To make everyone here who doesn't own dogma jealous? Because I saw somebody selling dogma for $122 the other day, and that was, I think, the cheapest I've seen it in a while. <laughs> it's got to get a reprint, right, guys? Like, th- that can't just be stuck in... Sorry about that. Uh, Come on, let me get you your mic because you got that shit in your hand. No, this. We're talking Kevin Smith. And, Come uh, on, Matt. Why do you got to rub it in everyone's face? Well, I'm not. We, I got the Clerks 3 Steelbook. I have right? that. A beautiful steelbook. Beautiful steelbook. One of the best steelbooks of last year. Great actually. 4K. The Jay and Silent Bob reboot in a beautiful slipcover. I have the slipcover as well. Oh, you did get a slipcover because mm-hmm. you bought this late. I did buy it late. And I, uh, the case came destroyed, though. Really? I had, I had to swap out the Blu-ray case for that. Somehow, slipcover, perfectly intact. Blu-ray case in two pieces. Now, I think this one might be out of print. It is, because I tried to get that. I like, yoga, that. I like yoga hosers, too. I right? like yoga hosers, also. I thought this was pretty good. And he always apologizes for this one. People hate yoga hosers. I don't think it was that bad. Neither do I. It's and l- Ralph Garman had a spot in this one. Which not, is, and, uh, oh, his spot is, is... That's when he's banging out all the movie one-liners, yeah, right? And, like, they the, didn't know. All the... Uh, the impressions and the girls didn't know any of them yeah yeah uh yoga horses underrated i think that's a good one uh tusk i own tusk this is a good one i know i love tusk it's all right no it's not this one's also actually this one's out of print too yeah it is and red that, state and that one's also underrated that yeah red pre- state was pretty good i enjoy that one yeah uh, that one you could tell they didn't have a big budget on though cop out no uh, oh. red state cop out i think they had too much of a budget because that's my least favorite yeah cop out is it's okay my wife likes cop out this is actually one of my favorites, Zack and Mary Make a Porno. That's very underrated. Do you Zach- have this? Yes, I do. I love this movie. Zack and Mary Make a Porno is great. I this love Elizabeth is- Banks. She just yeah. directed Cocaine Bear. That- she did. That is her, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love her. I've been meaning to look that up. Yes. Clerks 2. 
Clark's 2 is great. Fantastic movie. I don't own that on Blu-ray. Uh, How? Maybe I do. I got to double check that. I own the three-pack. Um, you have Jersey Girl? Yes, unfortunately. Yeah. Although, no, actually, I like Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl was a surprise it's all right. for me. Yeah. Uh, it, I didn't think I was going to like it, but I ended up in... I wouldn't... I don't love it, but it's... It was... I didn't hate my time watching my it. My favorite performances in that are Jason Biggs and George Carlin, none of the main characters. And then this is one of my favorite, the original Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. This, I love stoner fucking uh, comedy movies like that. Yeah, just stupid. But that one, they get so many cam... It's perfect. That's a yeah. great fucking... Will Ferrell is in that movie in a great role. What I don't want is a lawsuit on our hands. So... You guys have quite a lovely looking family there. You yeah. guys can go on your way. And then they leave and they're like, that was them, wasn't it? What, it's a fucking monkey. Fuck <laughs> <Fuck> beans. <laughs> uh, so here's the gem. Dogma. Yep. Yeah, that's the one that costs money. And you know what? I saw somebody on the Facebook group. They got this at Goodwill for six ninety nine the other day. But everyone was congratulating yeah, him. Yeah, good on, for him. He's on, fucking lucky. He got well, a steal. You don't go to any thrift stores. I sh I'm not. I just found Hills Have Eyes. You did. You did at, for six bucks at the at a secondhand store yesterday, two days ago. <sighs> I want nice. Dogma so bad. That's my favorite Kevin Smith movie. I love that movie. I love Dogma. Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy's okay. Chasing Amy's okay. I don't it's like. Right. I don't like the lead girl's voice Do you that have much. This? More, not that one. You don't have that. This is what Arrow Video. Yeah. They have a regular standard yellow cased Blu-ray. And I have that. I have that, too. Oh, you do? Uh, I should I get that. Got, I might have got rid of that. I gotta get that. But this is the Because you said it's really is, good. Yeah, this is the Arrow Video version of Mallrats. But the thing is, I don't love Mallrats, and that has that other edition, the unedited version, which I heard is horrible. Mm. So, I don't have... Then I have the original Clerks, obviously. I have that, what you're about to pull and out. And then I've had this, but I wanted to put them all in order, so I actually went and bought all three of these individually. But uh, I hung on to this because I think the Clerks Blu-ray in here, this is the 15th anniversary where this one is not. So I really just bought it just to have the cover art on my I mean, shelf. I guess you should have the original Clerks. I have the original Clerks in this three-pack also. Because I, I so. didn't have Chasing Amy and Jay and Silent Bob, so I just figured, even though I have Clerks, I might as well just get the three-pack. Yeah. Because so. I... Uh, not a big chasing Amy guy, so I have a lot of stuff to put away. Yeah, you do. So that's gonna actually do it for us here on Let's Talk Physical Media. If we missed anything of any of your questions, I don't think we did. I did a quick double check on everything. Uh, actually, one quick note: somebody keep people keep recommending this to us, and somebody wrote us a huge thing that we should review it, and that's Puss in Boots 4K, the sequel. All I keep hearing is how good the sequel is. Really? Yeah, I I remember liking the first Puss in Boots, but. I haven't seen the sequel. I didn't see the first. I just know Puss in Boots from Shrek 2. Yeah, it's well, Antonio Banderas comes back, and then it's his movie, but I heard they're both great, actually. I'm sure they probably are. Your fiancé's sister, I guess she has, the, show, yeah. has the same taste as uh, your girl. And yeah, they also, like those Disney movies. Yeah, so she wants us to review that, too. Maybe, maybe if the 4K goes on sale, and I'll get them both. Yeah, maybe we'll get there one day. One day, down the line. But anyway, that's going to do it here for us on Let's Talk Physical Media. My name is John. And my name is Matt. And if you want to support this channel, nothing supports this channel more than by you liking this video, subscribing to the channel, searching for us on all podcast services. If you happen to be watching on YouTube, subscribe to us there. Give us a five-star rating because we are a couple of five-star men. Go to your local GameStop. Try and buy as many 360 games as Matt has if you can. And while you're there, why don't you tell everyone in that store about Let's Talk Entertainment and Media. We'll be seeing you around, guys. Over and out.